shame on me for letting you pick another thriller for our book club episode because <laughs> I just want to talk about books all day. That's all I want to do. I totally agree. Yeah, well, we waited for it to Run out and buy it. Run out and buy it. Anything for us. Welcome back to another episode of Anything Pros. I'm Vicky. And I'm Jen. And this week we are going to be talking about our March book club pick. I had to think about what month it was. And our book club pick was The Paris Apartments by Lucy Foley. Hopefully you guys read along. We are we are not drunk. I wish I was. Oh, I honestly forgot about drunk book club. To discuss this book. Yeah, sorry guys. I got drunk last night, so I'm I'm quite hungover. Yeah, so. I can't get drunk because I'm about to go get my nails done. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry guys. Yeah, so this is a sober book club episode, which kind of sorry, fits. It fits our thoughts about the book. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, um, I just want to start off by saying that fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me for letting you pick another thriller for our book club episode because. <laughs> we are never we are never Never. ever reading a thriller again guys ever Um, i don't know what it is because when you've recommended thrillers to me i've loved them like (laughs) i really enjoyed them but for some reason when we read thrillers for book club they are not good i don't know what's wrong guys i had really high hopes for this one i loved her other books and so you guys are well aware that we're in like a month months long slump right now like we've been in a reading slump for probably like four months at this point it's been really tragic for anything pros girls this was the first book i finished in march and the only book i finished so far in march and it is what is it like the 20 something and this is the only one i finished all month it's the 25th yeah and this is the only book i finished all month so obviously i'm kind of in a slump and this was not a good book to read if you're in a slump like at all in any way (laughs) no it's not fast paced at all and like i don't know i just thought that okay so i guess we should talk about like the plot before i get into all of my feelings on it but that was kind of a little preview of what i felt about that book it was not great yeah okay so let's so talk the about plot it is basically like it and the plot really doesn't even have much to it so this girl is she just quit her job as like a bartender or something in london and she needs a yeah she needs a place to stay and her stepbrother lives in paris in this like really nice apartment so she like desperately like calls up her brother and is like please let me stay with you tonight or like for the next week or something i don't know what it was yeah she's like it's just gonna be a week or two till i get back on my feet find another job and so he's like yeah sure but he's, like, not um, very enthusiastic about it. He just kind of, like, doesn't really give a shit about her. Like, they're not very close, it seems yeah. like. Because, yeah, so he was adopt. They were both put up for adoption. They're, like, half-siblings. They're like, they have the same mom but yeah. different dads. And he got adopted into a very nice family, and she jumps around from foster home to foster home. So he's been very privileged, and she hasn't. Um, and she feels, like, a lot of resentment because, like, from what it sounds like, a lot of her foster homes were, like, really, really shitty and, like, abusive and stuff. Yeah. And so it kind of really, like, fucking sucked that, like, he was off doing whatever he's doing with, like, his private tutors and shit. 
And she, yeah, and she's like, why did he get yeah. that life and I didn't? Um, There's but, also yeah, some so resentment goes, because, like, I guess their mom died and she was the one who found her. And, like, the brother yeah. didn't, so there's, like, some resentment there. So, anyway, she yeah, goes. she has a lot of trauma. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so to Paris she goes. Um, she's, like, ringing the buzzer. Ring, ring, ring. And her brother is not answering. <laughs> Wait, this is better than the book. Yeah. <laughs> ring, ring, ring. <laughs> ring, ring, ring. Her brother, her brother is not answering. And then she ends up, like, sneaking into the building because she saw some guy put in a code. Um and which is something i wish i could do for my apartment you know just watch that so i can get in (laughs) i forgot that you still don't know the code um her her brother is like not in his apartment which is sus she's like what the fuck because it's like pretty late at night when she gets in yeah and and he literally said (laughs) i will be there to let you in tonight and the voicemail is just really weird though like it cuts off you can tell something happened to him and so basically the rest of the book she's just like where the fuck is my brother <laughs> literally guys, and we're the like where the book. hell is her brother <laughs> but then i'm being honest like you start to kind of think like oh he's dead you know like i immediately started to think like oh he's dead so oh to yeah me, like i just had a very strong inkling of where the book was going so it felt kind mm-hmm. of stupid to read the entire book because i felt like i just knew what was going to happen and so then basically she decides to, she's trying to find her brother so she has to like talk to all of the other people like the tenants who live in the apartment building so she starts to talk mm-hmm. to all of them there's like let's go through it there's a girl named sophie there- no, a woman yeah, named they're Sophie. They're, like, all sus, though. Like, they don't want to talk yeah, to her. Yeah, no one wants to talk to her. So, first, she goes to this girl named Mimi's house. And Mimi's, like, one of the younger tenants. And she lives with her friend mm-hmm. Camille. And, like, she's talking to Mimi and Camille. And she's like, I think my brother is missing. And then Mimi literally, like, vomits on the floor and slams the door in her face. So, like, that first interaction is, like, super sus. And if you guys are wondering why I can recall this book so well, I just finished it. <laughs> Jen just read it today. Like, literally. Um, I feel like that encounter with Mimi didn't get enough, like, confusion. Suspicion yes. and confusion yes. from Jess because Jess was like, that was weird, on to the next no, neighbor. Jess and I'm like, doing that. She kept um, saying things like, that were really weird. So she, when she goes in his house, there's like a giant bleach stain on the floor as though someone had like murdered someone there and mopped up the blood. Like literally. She goes, that's weird. She was like, that's moving that's on. That's really weird. And then she finds his cat and the cat has blood all over it. And she's like, that's weird that his cat has blood on it like what that's really i don't understand like she literally asked mimi have do you know my brother and mimi (laughs) said no and then who's her roommate camille claire or camille and camille was like what you know ben you're good friends with ben like and mimi's like giving her the eyes like shut the fuck (laughs) up and camille's like you literally were on the stairways with ben yesterday and so jess if i was jess i'd be like excuse me so why'd you just lie about i'd be like why'd you lie to my face like what were you guys talking about on the stairway like i need some answers yeah and then mimi throws up and jess is just like on to the next neighbor how would you not think that was so suspicious i don't uh, and she did that's what it bothered me the whole book she was like that's weird yes she kept saying that's weird that's weird that's weird but she was never 
it's not like even trying to put the pieces together. Like, for her to yeah. make connections, Vicky, they had to be thrown in her freaking face. Like, the only time she ever oh, yeah. put things together was when she found, like, a piece of paper that would say, like, oh, this is this. And then she would, like, figure it yeah, out. Like, she I was don't... so stupid, honestly. And I felt like that's another thing that just really annoyed me about the book is that Jess, the sister, is kind of, like, the main character. She's looking for her brother. And she's so annoyingly like dumb like she i'm like damn yeah that's why ben doesn't care about you girl <laughs> Bro, like if this was the person looking for me when i went missing like i'd be pissed oh rest in peace bro. <laughs> yeah you're not, you're not getting found like you are just you don't have a chance so basically I just she was so annoying and then also the book was so long like, oh I my can't god it's obscene first off there was like there was not even the twist until like the end which if you want to call it a twist whatever there's no twist this book could have been like 200 pages shorter 150 pages for real it's her just talking to every neighbor just talking to every single neighbor the entire book yeah and it's like and i think another awful thing about this book was all the perspectives yeah which is something that i usually love like for what i had also had to keep doing this thing that we've talked about where like i had no clue whose chapter i was reading like absolutely none no sophie mimi is that charlie or lou lou charlie doesn't (laughs) okay so basically (laughs) anytime it was like mimi sophie jess or the lady who lived in the cottage like i could not tell their chapters apart at all i had to keep flipping back to the beginning t- a page of the chapter and being like who am i reading again like who is this and then also like it did all of those time jump things where it'd be like 22 hours ago and i'm like i, I don't know. remember what was going on 22 hours ago like i'm confused honestly and i feel like i don't get confused that easily but that book confused me i just me. don't get it like i really don't even understand why we needed all the neighbors perspective because the neighbor's perspectives like kind of gave you more information on where ben was so it like ruined the book because they want you to think like ben is dead but the -hmm. perspectives like just make it seem like okay he's definitely not dead yeah okay so then basically that is mimi and camille that's one of the apartments she goes to the next apartment and it's this guy nick and nick is like supposedly her brother's best buddy the one who like invited him to stay there and the whole time like she keeps saying like i have no clue how ben is like affording this place because it's like a really really nice apartment and he's like a journalist like a freelance journalist so the whole time she's like i don't even get like any like how he lives here it doesn't really make sense at the beginning everything's kind of confusing she goes to nick who's his buddy and she's like hey like i think ben might be missing and he's like ben missing oh no <laughs> <laughs> like literally do you feel like that's yeah, like what happened no, that really is all the neighbors were so <laughs> bad about lying <laughs> they're just like your brother so suspicious i've never even heard of your brother but like five people live in this apartment complex so how have you never like five rooms every single and he's been there for every single room every single window faces ben's apartment so everyone is constantly (laughs) looking in ben's apartment and they're like we have no idea who lives there what (laughs) there's only like five of you i would love to see the layout of this apartment complex because it doesn't make any 
sense at all. Like, they kept saying, like, oh, this person's room faces directly into Ben's room. But then they'd go to the next apartment and they'd be like, this bedroom faces directly into Nick's room or into Ben's room. And I'm like, how do they all face his room? Like, what is it like he's in the circle like the center of a circle and his room's a circle and they're all just facing in on him like that's what i what is the layout like a like? circle but i don't even think that's right but then there's that room like when you go into the little dungeon thing and they had peepholes and every <laughs> peephole saw into every neighbor's apartment and i was like where yeah. is this room located <laughs> i didn't get the layout at all and then the cave in the basement like the cellar i cave. have Cough. but then there's a rooftop <laughs> and then there's the nuns quarters or the maidens quarters or whatever <laughs> i literally i could not even draw up a concept of this apartment complex if anyone yeah i this, think that was another reason i had trouble with this because i could not wrap my head around the layout of this if building. anyone read it and understood it can you please draw it out for us <laughs> because i am thoroughly confused also, I feel like one thing that I do is, like, really ignore um, descriptions in books. I feel like I've told you just before that I have, like, model rooms in my head. Yeah, but basically, I mean, I, like, I, I bring to- my characters. Like, you just gotta give me the story to send yeah, them exactly. on, but they're my characters. Exactly. And the thing is that I went to Paris a couple of years ago <laughs> and stayed in this Airbnb. So that's what I was picturing the entire time. <laughs> like, I was... So, like, it didn't match the layout of what they were describing at all because it was my Airbnb from Paris. Oh, my God. You're like, I don't understand how all these rooms are looking into my Airbnb. <laughs> yeah, I was like, the Airbnb didn't look like that, Lucy. Like, I don't know how to Lucy tell you fully- I don't even know what you were thinking. If you're reading this. Yeah, no, I feel like this really put me off to her. Okay, so anyway, she keeps going to each room and finding out stuff. Um, It's slowly revealed that everyone be fucking Ben. What's up with that? Everyone be fucking Ben. Everyone. Everyone be fucking Ben. So basically, one of the couples that lives there is Antoine and Dominique. And Dominique and Ben seemed like they had a moment Mm -hmm. together. I guess they didn't. I guess... In the end of it all, guys, Dominique is gay and she's with Camille. Yeah. So Mimi's that roommate. Was that. And then Mimi, also talking about Mimi, she likes Ben. She has like this weird insane yes. obsession with him. Really fucking creepy. She's obsessed with him. The mom is obsessed. Oh, wait. We, we didn't talk about the fact that they're all related. Oh, there. yeah. Plot twist. <laughs> plot twist, guys. <laughs> Everyone in this building this is, a good is time to reveal the plot related. Twist. Yeah, so Jess doesn't know this when she goes there, but I guess Ben did know this, right, when he went. He knew it was a family. Yes. Okay, so Ben knew, but when Jess goes, she doesn't realize that everyone in this complex, it's actually, like, a house, and it's actually, like, they're all related. Yes, which is weird on its own. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Why would they have a whole apartment complex instead of a home? It doesn't make sense to me. I, I literally, like, I'm thoroughly confused after reading this book. <laughs> I can't wrap my head around it. So, basically, there's the mom and the dad, which is Sophie and Jacques. Mm-hmm. And then Jacques had two kids from previous marriages, Antoine and Nick. Mm-hmm. Nick, who is Ben's buddy. But then, basically, <laughs> guys, it's, you guys have Antoine, to hang on for the Antoine ride here because it's about to get a little crazy. Dominique. Yes. And- but they get divorced. Yeah, they're divorced. Um, so basically, the whole thing is that Jacques, the dad 
owned this like sex prostitution ring like he was basically like a pimp and he owned this like underground wine cellar where customers would come to buy quote unquote wine but they were actually paying for prostitutes Mm -hmm. and this like weird underground place where like wealthy influential men would come pay like tons of money to like sleep with like young girls and like the girls were often like immigrants who like didn't have any other options and like also the dad would like take their passports from them so that they had no option but to stay and he was just doing all of this really seedy business and basically both of the sons know about mm-hmm. it so nick and antoine both know that their dad is up to this shit and then the mom sophie knows about it because dun, dun, she dun. was one of those girls plot twist so Sophie used to be one of those girls. She was one of the girls from the sex club, but then he basically decided that he wanted to marry her. And so then now she is part of the family. She's like the boy's stepmom now. But then Sophie decides that she wants a child of her own. So she's like, "Jock, can we have a kid?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure, maybe, I guess." And so they try, but she like can't get pregnant, right? Mm-hmm. So then one time at the sex club, one of the girls there gets pregnant and ends up giving birth at the club, dying. And then Jack is like, oh my god, what a convenient situation. So convenient. Let's take a baby. motherless baby. <laughs> a motherless baby. Let's take it home and give it to my wife as a little present. And further weirder... The concierge is the mother (laughs) of the girl that died, so Mimi is her granddaughter. Yeah, so there's this woman who, like, I guess cleans the place or, like, I don't know. She has a bunch of different jobs. She'd be, like, sweeping the courtyard all the time during the book. I feel like that was the only thing she did. (laughs) Did she die? (laughs) Or is she alive? Like, what happened to her, the concierge? I don't even remember. So, basically, like, at one point, Jess came back to the Mm -hmm. apartment complex, and the concierge woman, the grandmother of Mimi, she had been thrown down the stairs Mm -hmm. and was, like, barely breathing by Antoine. And so, I don't even know if she lived or died, because it was like, oh, no, the concierge has been thrown down the stairs, and then, like, the book just kind of continued... Yeah, I, like, I felt like the ending, like, this book was so long, and then the ending felt so rushed. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of things that I just felt, like, made no sense at mm-hmm. all. Okay, Vicky, hear me out. The riots? What does that have to do with I anything? I Okay, so guys, it kept referencing that, like, during this time in Paris, there were all of these, like, government riots going on, but, like, nothing ever really came out of this. And then, okay, so this is where it gets even, like, more confusing. Jess is meeting with this guy named Theo, who apparently, like, employed her brother for, like, his freelance journalist essays or whatever. So she starts talking to Theo in her investigation, and she's, like, asking him all these questions and like he's really sus but like nothing ever really comes out of that and then she and theo end up like getting together very like uh, random it never even hinted that she was like attracted to all of a sudden they're just like hooking up yeah like she was like 
she was like you don't even care about my brother and this is at like the way way end of the book like this is in like the last few pages and she's like you don't even care about my brother like you're not even really trying to help me find him and he's like no but I do care about you (laughs) (laughs) like what why like you've only met her like twice like they've literally only met twice and both were like very brief instances and he was like I love how brave you are and how you are searching for your brother. And I feel like this book literally only <laughs> takes place over, like, a week. Yes. It felt like, like, three days, honestly. Because yeah. it kept saying, like, 72 hours ago. It really didn't And there's so many, like, plot long. lines going on at the same time. It just yeah. didn't make sense to And me. with, like... Like, it seemed like... With the ending, like, with um, Ben. Yeah. That also made me feel like it had only been, like, less than a week yes okay so guys at the end of the book basically she discovers that they're all a family and then we discover that ben has also from the get-go like known that they were doing the seedy underground sex club stuff so he came to the apartment to basically like infiltrate the entire family Mm -hmm. and write like an expose journalism piece about the sex club and, like, how the whole family's involved in it, how, like, Sophie and Nick and Antoine all know about it, how everyone's covering it up, yada, 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 how, like, there's all these secrets and stuff. And so that's, like, why he's sleeping with the mom, I guess, just to get information. He's sleeping with all of them, I don't know. He's, he, he, oh, yeah, and guys, we didn't even finish this part. He's also sleeping with Nick. Like, yeah. he also has a thing with Nick from the past. They were lovers in Amsterdam. They were lovers. And so the thing is, I honestly really wanted there to be something more interesting that happened in Amsterdam. But like nothing. guys, they put this whole they put this whole mystery around like what happened in Amsterdam. And Nick is like, I wish I could take back the actions of that night. You kissed. It was twenty years ago. Like I get that you're gay or whatever, but like but I just don't like, think it's that big of a deal. Like ben won't even look at me the same anymore. Yeah, because I thought they like murdered someone me too you know like i thought i thought there was either like a crime a robbery a murder what you kissed you smooched i don't care like (laughs) that's so stupid like that's what you're holding on to after like 10 years or whatever like chill i doubt he even remembers it yeah so they basically find out what ben's doing Mimi finds out she sees the like youngest girl she like finds she's obviously the one that's like obsessed and in love with him and she finds his notebook where he's been writing all of his like data about the family and she didn't know about the sex club she didn't know that she wasn't Sophie's biological daughter that she's actually a daughter from the sex club so Mimi's all like flipping shit and then they say we're gonna go kill Ben period but then <laughs> they end up not killing Ben. They end up Oops. killing the husband. Their dad. Who has, <laughs> who has random, randomly come home. Randomly come home. Ben gets stabbed. But the dad also gets stabbed. Everyone's being stabbed, Everyone's basically. Being stabby, stabby, stab. Um, Mimi has, like, a canvas cutter or something, and she's just going fucking apeshit yeah. with it. And so like, the totally dad dies. And Nick and someone else bury the dad, thinking it's Ben. <laughs> Antoine. Antoine. Yes, because the mom ben. rolls him up in, like, a uh, curtain or something, So that, and she tells them, this is your dad, but it's actually not. Because, like, she doesn't want them to know that it's not 
No, they say Ben. This is... No, she said this is Ben. Yes, she tells them it's Ben, yeah. but it's actually their dad. So she doesn't want them to know that it's their dad because she thinks they'll like turn against her. Yes. But she takes Ben, who has been stabbed, but is, like, only kind of badly injured, and she takes him up to, like, the maid's quarters or whatever, which is, like, some upstairs attic thing, I think, and she just basically puts him in there and, like, takes care of him for the whole week, and she's like, I've been feeding him quiche Lorraine. (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) And then Jess takes him to a real hospital. Yeah, so then at the end, Jess finds out all of this. She finds her brother in the attic, and she's like, I'm taking him. And the mom's like, no, you can't. You'll tell our secret. And Jess is like, I promise I won't. And then Sophie's like, okay, I believe you. And so then Jess just takes her brother and gets out of there. Which is honestly just, like, such an anticlimactic ending. So anticlimactic. I was so... Like, was the twist that it was the dad that was dead and not Ben? Because I was like... I think so. Okay, lame-ass twist, but go off, Lucy. Yeah. I just did not like it. Kind of at all. I don't even get why it needed to be written. (laughs) I hated it. Yeah. I usually don't hate books. I hated it. Yeah, I feel like we've been having some really bad luck with our book club picks lately. Besides Six of Crows. Yeah, besides Six of Crows, that was we a really good one. A but this one for next month. What are we gonna pick? Next yeah, guys, month? next month we're not gonna we're, we're gonna think on it. We're not gonna lead you wrong. Here, this time. here's our issue. So, both thrillers were brand new, so we hadn't even seen like reviews yet. Yeah, I think that we were being really bold. We gotta pick old books. Yeah. Like maybe like, maybe next month we should do like Black Leopard Red Wolf. You know what? That could actually be good. That could actually be really good or like bitter. Yeah. But we'll think on it. Yeah. We'll think on it. Guys, we can't spoil too much right now. It's in the works. The the co-stars got Anything get Pro's pipeline. Yeah. Okay, so I had a few more things that I wanted to point out about the book. Actually, just one thing. Okay. One thing that really really pissed me off. Yes. Okay. So You know how I said that Mimi found, like, the articles on Ben's computer? When she, like, hacked into his computer. She got his password, That just really pissed me off. Yeah, so basically, she's sitting there and she's like, I have no clue what Ben's password is. Second try. The the only thing that comes to my mind is that he always wore, like, a St. Christopher necklace. So, what if it's St. Christopher... And then she tries it, and it's wrong. So she's like, oh, my God, what if I replace some of the letters in St. Christopher with random numbers? And then and then she does that, and it's the correct password. And she goes, I guess I'm the one that knows Ben the best. She terrifies me, bro. But they also, all like, scare me. That is, okay, obviously this whole book is unrealistic, but she guessed his password <laughs> in two tries. Right. Which is so unrealistic yeah overall i feel like my main complaints about this book are just that it was too long Mm -hmm. same it was too slow like we don't learn the fact that all of these people are a family until at least 200 pages in which is way 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 halfway like way 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 too long mm -hmm. because it's like oh that's fun that adds like a layer of drama like oh she didn't know they were family but they actually are that's cool but it's like, too far in tell me to that a little it. earlier like 
because up until that point i was like genuinely this is the most boring book i've ever read and then when they were like oh they're family i'm like okay that's kind of interesting like that adds an interesting element to it i didn't expect that um but then it just like there was nothing even interesting after that like they revealed this one interesting thing and then it was just kind of it and then i feel like all of the like twists we're just that ben is sleeping with everyone like okay sure he can sleep with one person but like the twist can't constantly be that oh my god and with her and with him and with her like i'm bored damn place for real and then like i don't understand the tension between nick and jess (laughs) i (laughs) like what was that because he's gay yeah and it did like a one sentence explanation for that where it was just he was talking he was like she looks like him but like she's still a girl and you're still gay like i don't understand like that doesn't make you like straight all of a sudden overall i just didn't get it and there was too many loose ends there was too many things that were like brought up and never mentioned again it was too slow I was confused, I was and it just was confused. not it. There's too many point of views. It was it just dragged. There was nothing they were interesting really similar. until like page two something. I just and then another thing that I want to talk about. I feel like I have a lot of things to talk about with this. <laughs> why did why did Mimi drug Jess at the Halloween party and then just to put her in the bed? Just because, like, she didn't want her there? I think she didn't want her snooping around. That's so stupid. She literally drugged her and then just put her in bed. Like, I don't think she took anything from Ben's apartment or anything. Like, I no, she I think literally she just genuinely was, like, just didn't night. want her to, like, I don't, <laughs> be there. Yeah. Like, imagine someone shows up to your party and you don't want them there, so you put just ketamine in their drink and then put them to bed. It's like, good night. Like, what? That's the most, <laughs> like, gentle way of telling someone to get out (laughs) but it did all of these things where like it tried to build up this drama and it would be like she's feeling drugged she thinks someone put something in her drink so you're thinking like oh my god maybe it's about to get interesting you know like maybe it's about to be something crazy but then it's just oh no mimi just didn't want her at the party so she put her to bed and like the same thing with how they drew out the amsterdam thing they're like something dark happened back in amsterdam and they pull this out for like the whole book and then it's just that like nick and ben kissed i just like but at that point by the time you find that out there's a horse in my bedroom (laughs) nay by the time you find that out you've already found out that he's like hooked up with everyone so you're yeah, like so it's not even that shocking okay just it's just like clearly this man Benjamin. like yeah like clearly he's just doing it with everyone nay <laughs> guys i adopted <laughs> a so greyhound <laughs> yeah what do you guys think about that his name's charlie he's really cute he is he's gonna huge. need to make like a first bookstagram appearance you should have him sit and do that thing that's like my dog's height in books and it would be like 50 freaking books oh my gosh he doesn't know how to sit though so he'll just be standing wait how does he not know how to sit i guess he wasn't trained to sit yeah he was trained to run right he was a running boy born to run yeah yeah he came in first a few times i got a cool dog (laughs) 
Wait, can I race him when I come up there? Absolutely not. He's retired. Oh, also, should we should we explain to the fans what happened last week and why we didn't put out an episode? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, because Jen and I <laughs> fell into a deep, dark depression. Deep depression. So, yeah. Jen... And I know we say this all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but we mean it. But we this mean one was it. real. It was this real. one was real, guys. And Jen was supposed to come visit. She was supposed to come in Friday night. And her flight was delayed. She was going to come in at, like, 11. 11. Her flight was delayed, and she wasn't going to get into, like, 2 in the morning or something. And Jen yeah. was like, no, I don't want you to have to pick me up at 2 a.m., which I feel like your flight would have been canceled then. I really do I don't think, think so. They were canceling in. flights left and right, yeah. right. And then, like, I would have just been at the airport at 2 a.m. with no one to, like, like, at my airport yeah. at, like, 11 or 12 p.m. with no one to come get me, and it would have been a shit show. Yeah, but anyway, so Jen moved her I flight it. to saturday morning and she was gonna get in at like 10 and then and i was like that's probably the time we'd wake up anyway yeah, like this is really fine right like it's no big airport, deal straight to the bookstore straight to breakfast we had a whole itinerary guys yeah. and then jen texts me at like four in the morning and <laughs> you know you just get like that spidey sense because this is this is saturday like i'm going i'm sleeping i'm sleeping in i don't have work but mm-hmm. like i got the spidey sense something wasn't okay so i like wake <laughs> up and the text from jen is just a screenshot of the her flight being canceled like not even delayed but canceled guys and they said it, it was, was from weather canceled and weather in boston but there was absolutely no weather here like it, it was like drizzling outside and that was it and so they just full ass canceled her flight it was bullshit. I couldn't believe it. I was it. really depressed that day. Oh, I was so sad. So sad. I, yeah. I broke my dry march. I was <laughs> doing a dry march, and I said, like, girls, we're going to get some marks. <laughs> Victoria, that's terrible. And now you drink again last night? I drank again last night, yeah. Vicky. I was at a hockey game, you know exceptions yeah you're you're falling off the wagon though no time for dry april just kidding <laughs> it's my 22nd birthday in april we're going hard <gasps> feeling 22 two yeah i'm having a taylor swift themed birthday party on Wait. april 15th so since that's your spring break you should just come down except i would say that but like with the state of flights lately you probably won't even freaking get here anyway yeah so um we're just gonna have to go out when you're up here yeah can we get an espresso martini in southie absolutely perfect i'll take 22 okay <laughs> you're gonna be on your i want to <laughs> i would be on my ass after like one maybe two yeah, they're strong because they're <laughs> i'm scared all i've never had one alcohol like it's it's not like I feel a like drink I should like have my first one with you. I think you should. But it's not like it's yeah. a little juice, a little this, a little that. Like it's literally alcohol, 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 a little bit of espresso. No, that's like there's this drink that we had when we were in Europe, me and Isabella, and it's called like a porn star martini. Yeah. And it's the same way where mm-hmm. there's like there's no mixer in it. Like it's all just like different liquors. Like it's like different alcohols in it. And so like we were just drinking them like they were like regular drinks but they were not yeah. there's besides the yeah. espresso like i wouldn't even consider that a mixer because like espresso is like this small yeah um, it's all yeah they're strong and so you can get it it comes with baileys which is like the cream mm-hmm. but my yeah. friend and i we get them black without baileys which is of course good. who me and amanda amanda the one who amanda, sleeps in your bed the one who sleeps in my bed 
Not anymore. I know her. I got two horses in there. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, one of the horses will sleep. be sleeping on the floor when I go up there. So he <laughs> he came on the bed and he took a little nap on the bed. But right when I got in the bed, he got up and I was like, rude. Okay. That's rude. I'm trying to cuddle. <laughs> and so I just went through his paperwork and he wasn't allowed on furniture. Like he wouldn't even get on the couch. He won't get on the bed when I'm wow. on the bed. But yeah, his foster family. And then when he was obviously like racing, um, I think he was probably in a kennel, but his foster family didn't let him on furniture. And I was like, oh, oh my gosh. So I'm texting my <laughs> we sister. We have some changes around here. Well, I think I might like continue so i bought him a huge bed that he can sleep on um and i think like i'll let him i'll be okay with him sleeping on that at night because like my bed just is not big enough but if yeah i want to like watch a movie and cuddle with him so my sister said i need to like give him treats on the bed so that he gets comfortable being on the bed with me <laughs> your sister's a vet right yeah I knew that. I just don't get why people have animals and don't let them on furniture. I know. That's actually super sad. You really rescued him from a terrible home. I know. So I got to train him to get on the bed. But I think I still want yeah. him not to actually, like, sleep with me because he's freaking <laughs> huge. I cannot believe you're a single mom of two children. I just, like, don't know who gave me the right um it's crazy like this adult like money what I are have? you gonna do like if you go on vacation i don't know my life just got 10 times harder because but with you Lou, did this i know i did this to myself <laughs> but with Lou, like my friends watch him right yeah and now i have two dogs but he is perfect and he's used to traveling so if i ever go home like i could have my friends watch louie and then i bring him home yeah or like he's good because he came all the way from ireland yeah so so he can no he's good on planes and stuff um imagine sitting next to a greyhound on a plane they'd be like (laughs) i feel like they have to put him with like the luggage or something yeah but like if i ever like drove home or went on like a weekend trip like i would probably take Mm him we'll see bro lou listening right now lou's like you dirty bitch you bitch <laughs> you bitch it's not yeah who is well, not good in cars on planes around other people. i love him i love him trust me oh, no i think well this doesn't matter to you anymore but i was gonna come home for like a month this summer and i was gonna drive them home well don't do that yeah i figured now you wouldn't want me to do that no 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 unless you take me with you i know summertime i got a pool summertime in the city wait you have a pool at this place mm-hmm. let's get tan yeah you really okay. gotta build up your tan here because in the winter you become so white you're see-through <laughs> i'm scared <laughs> it's so hilarious that i'm like actually moving to boston i can't believe it my friends like, are like April how are 22nd. you getting so many people to move up here for you <laughs> i am not moving up there for you <laughs> i know stop telling people that <laughs> i know but i'm like i i was like i don't know my friends are just getting these weird opportunities like i don't know <laughs> yeah um yeah i'm coming for you we're gonna have yeah. a good time sadly no, jen is gonna be living like 50 minutes away from me but it's fine it's yeah fine. um i don't know it's only through 
like August or something. So maybe I'll move closer. Who does to say? Please. Oh my god. Let's see. I need you to move a yeah. little closer. Just a sneak. I'll try. But like Southie's in my blood. On that note, that's the episode. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> hopefully you guys like honestly didn't read the book this month because it kind of fucking sucked yeah um but and please I really try hope, again next month yeah i hope this really didn't ruin it for us remember besides six of crows when we read a book it's the first time we're also reading it so don't yeah. blame us that a book sucks okay blame lucy yeah, foley and her editor yes. yeah All if right. anyone's at fault it's her yeah if you want like follow us on instagram we're at anything post pod we we haven't really been posting because we've been in a deep dark depression um but i'm moving and jen's moving and life you know the social media manager has a lot going on yeah so i've actually if you've if you've seen the last few posts courtesy of moi (laughs) you suck so bad but if you want to follow me i also haven't been posting at a broke bookworm (laughs) And if Please you want to follow week. me, I'm also not posting at Vicky's Bookshelf, <laughs> but you and I. Um, and that's it. We'll be back again next week with an episode I'm not sure about. But <laughs> Amen. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.